Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. There is a judgment greater than anything you've ever known. It won't be long Your life will pass by as a vapor And you will stand before the judgment seat of God And every secret deed and thought Every wrinkle, every spot will be in view Before the one who knows all things The Lord of Lord and King of Kings You know the one you never knew While you have breath You have a choice to make in life Turn away from your sin And believe on the risen Christ You can find peace in Him From the judgment that's to come He is the shelter from the coming storm Yes All creation shakes At the mention of His name He has power over life and death Every knee will bow and tongue confess Heaven and earth will proclaim That Jesus Christ is Lord To the glory of the Father Will you bow, will you surrender To His majesty He can save you from the might of all your sin the fight in which he stands in perfect victory while you have breath you have a choice to make in life turn away from your sin and believe on the risen Christ You can find peace in Him From the judgment that's to come He is a shelter from the coming storm 
while you have breath you have a choice to make in life turn away from all your sin and believe on the risen Christ you can find peace in him From the judgment that's to come He is a shelter From the coming storm He's the only shelter From the coming storm But you, dear friends, build yourselves up in your most holy faith and pray in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. Be merciful to those who doubt. Snatch others from the fire and save them. To others, show mercy mixed with fear, hating even the clothing stained by corrupted flesh. To him who is able to keep you from falling, that is, to him who is able to keep you from sinning, and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy, To the only God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ, our Lord, before all ages, now and forevermore. Amen. Those are the closing words. The closing words in the book of Jude. All week I've been preaching you Jude. Every day, Jude. Psalm 51. But now, it's your turn. I want to encourage you today. Some of you have had a very difficult week. Some of you have been disturbed by the messages this week. Jesus loves you. And Jesus wants you to be made whole. He wants you to be faultless before him. That's what he provided for you in the blood shed on Calvary. He didn't play a game saying, just do your best. No, this is total remake by the blood of Jesus Christ, by the regenerative power of the blood of Jesus. His intent is to make you whole. Don't be discouraged today. Lift up your eyes. Cry out to God. And some of you have not been able to overcome very specific sins. Some of you keep going back to that pornography. Some of you keep going back to that impatience and anger and bitterness. Some of you keep going back to lying or stealing or cheating. I want you to rise up today. I want to encourage you. 
we're at a new beginning. And we start that new beginning with repentance, with confession of our sin, with honesty before God. We repent, and he comes with his precious blood and washes us and makes us clean. That's what he will do for you today. So I invite you to come and pray. Keep your prayer to the point. You don't need to preach to God. He knows it all already. He knows the scriptures already. We don't preach to each other when we pray. We pray in supplication, in earnest crying out that he would do all that he's promised in our heart. And if he has already, then rejoice. For your salvation draws near. Our phone number here in studio, 877-534-0780. The lines are all wide open. This is your prayer meeting. It's not my turn to preach. I've been doing that all week and I'm tired. It's my turn now to join you in prayer to stand by faith for the word of God, to accomplish what he said he would accomplish in your life. He would cast out all sin. He would scrub you clean. He'd wash you and make you whole. We serve a wonderful Jesus. We serve an awesome God. He's there for you. He loves us. He died for us. He will do all that he has promised. There is one more passage of scripture that I just I just have a sense I should read it. Let me see if I can quickly find this for you. After this I looked and there before me was a great multitude no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language standing before the throne and in front of the Lamb, and they were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands, and they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. All the angels were standing around the throne the elders, the four living creatures, they all fell down on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen. Praise and glory and wisdom and thanks and honor and power and strength be to our God forever and ever. Then one of the elders asked me, Those in white robes, who are they and where did they come from? I answered, Sir, you know. And he said, these are they who have come out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, now please, you may not believe this, but mark my word. You are going into the great tribulation. And the Lord God of heaven is going to save us. They are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. 
and he who sits on the throne will spread his tent over them, and never again will they hunger, never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat upon them, nor any scorching heat. For the lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to springs of living water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. We don't have any reason to be discouraged. Nothing is too hard for our God. I just read to you from Revelation, the seventh chapter. We serve a God who will finish what he started. Our phone number, 877-534-0780. You're welcome to call and pray now. O Lord, I come praising and worshiping and honoring your mighty name. You are doing a new thing among us. You have started this glorious work of closing out earth's history, bringing punishment to the beast power, casting the great prostitute out. Lord, you've already begun the work of closing down I come to praise you and worship you and honor you. Lord, I trust you to come and redeem your people. And Lord, I know if we're going to be redeemed, we're going to have to be without sin before you. For you will not take a sinner into heaven when you've provided everything necessary that we should be washed and made clean by your blood. Lord, I trust you. Accomplish your work in my heart and in the heart of every person listening to this broadcast. Let us rise up and say, Jesus is Lord. Thank you, Lord. I pray in your holy name. Amen. Our phone number is 877 877- Five three four zero seven eight zero. Mr. Producer, are there any calls? The lines are wide open. They're waiting on you. Do you have the courage to take a faith stand today and confess your sin and repent and get clean with Jesus? Or if you've already done that, do you have the courage now to rise up and confess that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Master and he's washed you clean? Do you have family that you're concerned about? Are you sick and you need healing? Are you broken before God today? This is your time. This is not my time. I guess I could find some wonderful music and put it on. I'd rather not do that. This is your time. Eight seven seven five three four zero seven eight zero. Do you have the courage to call and pray? 
Do you have the conviction that you must get right with God? Put away your churchanity. This is personal between you and Jesus. Eight seven seven five three four zero seven eight zero. The lines are wide open. Okay, we have a caller. Welcome. Please pray. Lord Jesus, uh, I want to pray today for your blood that's washed over me. That your blood is the only thing that I can rely on in words that come out of my in actions yes. that move my feet, in the possession of my flesh. Without your blood, I have no way out of any of my sin. I have no way out of anything that I confess that I need your blood now more than anything. And then I need to walk 100% clean of sin that I can be righteous, blameless, led into some sort of holiness towards you because I know I have no way in. And my concern now is not just me, but my family members that I've neglected because of my my lack of walk with you, my, my disobedience, my laziness, my, my misunderstanding, my blatant, lustful sin that I chose over the fact that giving myself over to you, Lord, that I can be, uh, that my prayers can be brought into your Brother, speak into your telephone. You're we're losing you. We lost him. The lines are wide open. Okay, let's take the first one. Welcome. Please pray. Lord, your word has said that uh, we will face many tribulations while we live here on earth. And we're facing those tribulations today. But then you have told us to... Um, to uh, not to be concerned or to be worried and to have good cheer. And why have you called us to have good cheer? Because you have overcome the world and you are triumphant and victor. And I thank you, Lord, that you are triumphant and victorious in all that you do. 
you are my rock, and um, I worship you, Lord. Um, Your ways are perfect, and you are always just. You are faithful. You're a faithful God who does no wrong. You're always upright and just and true. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that you are my God, and I am your servant, and you have given me peace. And so even though there's turmoil in the world, I can be victorious and live and overcome um, all the fears and dangers that are going to be coming upon us because of your judgments on America. And we can stand. Um, you're my father. You created me and you formed me in my mother's womb. And you have shielded me. You cared for me and you have guarded me. And I am the apple of your eye. I thank you, Father, that I am the apple of your eye. I thank you, Lord, that I've given my life to you. And, Father, you have, you have given us all an option. Either we um, live or die. We live in darkness or live in light. And I have chosen life. But when I look at, uh, I've been reading the Old Testament, and when I read about Moses and how Moses let you down and he wasn't able to enter the promised land, and the reason why why is because he broke faith with you. He, He didn't have faith and he didn't uphold your holiness. He dishonored you. And Father, I am your servant and I don't want to dishonor you in any way. And so, Father, when I fall short, I pray that you'll be quick to Uh, hear my prayer and uh, wash me and cleanse me by your blood, Father, because I don't want to dishonor you in any way. But, Father, I want to hold you up because you are righteous and pure and your ways are just. And, Father, you have given us the commission to reach out to uh, the lost, Lord, and to win souls. And I pray, Father, that you will empower us, empower me, empower your people, O Lord. Infuse gifts um, great gifts um, so that we can do your work and cast out demons and heal the sick. And, Father, you said that um, uh, why can um, uh, people come to you? Because others will see the good works uh, that you have, and they will glorify the Father which is in heaven. And, Father, I want people to see Jesus in me. And I want to see, and I, and I want you to raise up the church and your people and make us strong, Lord. Help us to bend and help us to be pliable. And, Father, to uh, live holy Christian lives the way Pastor Ray has been talking, um, that we, uh, we can be washed and cleaned and, and purified. And so I pray, Father, that we will uphold you in all things. And I just pray these things now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Let's take the next call. Please pray. Yes, please pray. Lord Jesus, um, I do want to thank you for this opportunity to pray and to cry out to you. And, Lord, the dear brother who called in first, Lord, I I couldn't understand him well. I don't know what was wrong, but, Lord, I just want to lift him up to you. And I I don't know whether he needs conviction or deliverance, Lord. Lord, I I couldn't quite tell. But, Lord, I know you know. So I'm asking, Lord, that if he's gone back to sin, Lord, I'm asking for your conviction to come. Lord, to break his heart, Lord, so that he would not go back. 
And Lord, I'm asking that you give him the courage to leave his sin and to give everything into your hand and to trust you. Come one May, Lord. And Lord, I, Lord, I've done that, and it's sometimes it's been difficult, Lord. But you've carried me through, and not by my strength, Lord. I, I don't have any strength, but Lord, you've been faithful. You've been faithful when I've been ignorant, Lord. When I've been obstinate, when I've been dragging my feet, Lord, you've you've nudged me along. Lord, I just thank you that you are patient and kind with us, Lord. Yes. And I ask, Lord, that you would give us just that courage to say, I belong to Jesus, and I don't care what the devil does. It doesn't matter. I'm going to pick Jesus regardless of what comes against me. And I'm going to trust Jesus to bring me through, because I can't bring myself through. And all my energy is going to be spent on seeking you and trusting you. Yes. So, Lord, I, we're, we're so helpless without you, Lord, and I, I'm asking, Lord, for a spirit of travail, Lord. Would you call us to give birth? Oh, Lord, I, I feel like, I think it was Isaiah who said he gave birth to air. I can't remember who said that, but they gave birth to air, <laughs> Lord, I, I feel like that at times, Lord. And there's so many, Lord, that I that I want to reach, but I can't, Lord. I've got people dying. I've got people imprisoned by the devil, Lord. And I haven't been able to break through, Lord, on their behalf. So I'm asking, Lord, that you would change this in me, Lord. I, Lord, I, I'm apt to go down the self-analysis route, which is a, a dead end place, Lord. So, Lord, I just want to confess that, that, Lord. I haven't done that, Lord, but that's my propensity to do, Lord, is to, to go down that road. and It's miserable, Lord, because, Lord, I have to trust you. And, Lord, if there's something in my heart, Lord, you will expose it. So I don't have to, I don't have to figure it all out, Jesus. But I'm asking that we would have travail, Lord, for those that we love, that we know, who've backslidden, those who've never given their life to you. With those who are on the road to hell. And Lord, I just... I still believe if we could see on people's face where they're headed, and we knew that if we didn't do anything, they would go into hell, or that would change our hearts, that would give us compassion, Lord. So, Lord, I'm asking for a broken and contrite spirit. Lord, I... I'm asking that all the the shards from our brokenness, Lord, would all be broken down into powder, Lord, because I, I don't want to cut somebody with all the shards of my life, Lord. Lord, I trust you. 
and I, I thank you, Lord, for meeting us this week. And I'm asking, Lord, that you would bring us to a place where you could pour out your spirit. And, Lord, that we would meet your conditions. So, Lord, I thank you for each person today. And I ask your blessing, Jesus, for them. I pray Amen. for them. Amen. God bless you, brother. Thank you. Okay, our number, 877-534-0780. The lines are open. We're waiting on you. Lord, I come very humble and broken before you. It seems that in our human strength, we can create all kinds of programs and all kinds of entertainment. But to save another soul, Lord, that's something without you we can do nothing. You said over and over, without me you can do nothing. And you've, you've proven that to me, Jesus. I come knowing that no one will be saved on this broadcast today if you don't save them. If you don't draw their heart and, and humble them and cause them to repent before you, they will not be saved. Lord, I can preach my heart out. And it's like wind. It's nothing without your Holy Spirit. Lord, come and breathe today upon me and upon those listening to this broadcast. Lord, this is not a very popular broadcast. Most people don't want to hear about confession and repentance and turning from their sin. They love their sin with all their heart. They love their wickedness. But surely, Lord, somewhere in the heart, there's a place that, that you're moving that you're calling them to repent. Lord, nothing's going to happen on this broadcast unless it happens by your wind, by your spirit, by you blowing. I confess today I am powerless to win another soul. I can preach, I can teach, I can call, I can confront. But it's your Holy Spirit that must do it. We need the miracle of your Holy Spirit. And I plead today for the pouring out of your Spirit, O mighty God of heaven. Jesus told us that if we would ask you, Father, you would send the Holy Spirit. But I've learned in all things with you, it takes time and crying out and repenting and getting clean. Lord, please come. Lord, breathe upon the National Prayer Chapel. Lord, many people have Googled our name and sought where we were and then never came. 
Lord, would you breathe on this national prayer chapel and turn it into an instrument in your hand for salvation for the lost and the dying? Lord, we're not here for us. We're here for you, and we're here for them. But we know that work has to be birthed in us and by you. So, Lord, you've promised me a new beginning. I'm standing by faith today for that new beginning. And I know a new beginning can only come through confession and repentance and the flowing power of your Holy Spirit. So I come with the old-timers who prayed, Bend us, break us, bend me, Lord. Bend those listening to this broadcast today. Lord, I'm troubled by all of those who, who just come and check out, and they're there for a few minutes, and then they're gone. Lord, what's wrong with them? What's wrong with them, Lord? Well, I know what it is. It's an absence of conviction. It's your Holy Spirit hasn't breathed on them. Lord, please come. We need you, Lord Jesus. I'm tired of church. I'm tired of the same old wickedness, the same old piling up of brush to see who has the biggest church. Lord God. But we can't set a fire in it. I'm disgusted by it, Lord. I'm asking for your Holy Spirit to be poured out. I'm asking for revival. For a standard of righteousness to be lifted up by you, Jesus, and by your blood, by the power of your Holy Spirit. Please come, Lord. I wait upon you. Thank you, Jesus. I pray in your holy name. Amen. The lines are wide open. You're welcome to join and pray, or not to. It's up to you in the Holy Spirit. 877-534-0780. Mr. Producer, do we have any calls coming in? Okay, all is quiet. So what should I do? Should I read scripture for you or should I put on a piece of music? What should I do for you? What will it take for you to get serious, serious, serious with Jesus? I'm going to read a scripture. The third seal is now being opened. 
when the Lamb opened the third seal. This is Revelation 6, verse 5. I heard the third living creature say, Come. I looked, and there before me was a black horse. Its rider was holding a pair of scales in his hand. And then I heard what sounded like a voice among the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a day's wages. Three quarts of barley for a day's wages. In other words, a man is going to work for a whole day just for enough food to survive. And do not damage the oil and the wine. Don't damage the elites, just the common man like us. We see that happening now. We're watching America tumble into a deep depression. We're watching as our our food becomes more and more expensive. Eggs. Some parts of the country, I talked with one brother, $12 a dozen. Another place, seven, $8 a dozen. Food is becoming more and more expensive. Then the Lamb opened the fourth seal. This fourth seal will be opened shortly. I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, Come. I looked, and there before me was a pale horse. Its rider was named Death, and Hades was following close behind him. They were given power over a fourth of the earth to kill by sword, famine, and plague, and by the wild beasts of the earth. This is a time of intense persecution on God's people, and many of us will lose our lives during this time of intense pain and anguish and sorrow. But we will cling to Jesus. And regardless of what happens to our physical bodies, we will stand firm on the word of the living God. And we will trust him. And I watched as he opened the sixth seal, and there was a great earthquake. The sun turned black, like sackcloth made of goat hair. The whole moon turned blood red, and the stars in the sky fell to the earth as late figs dropped from a fig tree when shaken by a strong wind. The sky receded like a scroll rolling up, and every mountain and island was removed from its place. And the kings of the earth, the princes, the generals, the rich, the mighty, and every slave and every free man hid in caves and among the rocks of the mountains. They called to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us! Hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath has come. And who can stand? I want to turn to another passage of Scripture. I'm just going to read Scripture, guys, until you decide you'd like to call. You're welcome to call and pray. 877-534-0780. If you'd like to call, you're welcome. It's your time. It's not my time. 
I want to read this for you. I consider it, literally, I consider it a part of the New Testament. It's not, but its message is. You have said it's futile to serve God. What did we gain by carrying out his requirements and going about like mourners before the Lord Almighty? But now we call the arrogant blessed. Certainly the evildoer prospers. And even those who challenge God escape. Talk about our government today, our president, our Congress, our Senate. Then those who feared the Lord talked with each other, and the Lord listened and heard, and a scroll of remembrance was written in his presence concerning those who feared the Lord and honored his name. They will be mine, says the Lord Almighty, in the day when I make up my treasured possession. I will spare them just as in compassion a man spares his son who serves him. And you will again see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked between those who serve God and those who do not. We are rapidly coming to that place in history. Now chapter 4. Surely the day is coming. It will burn like a furnace. All of the arrogant and every evildoer will be stubble. And that day that is coming will set them on fire, says the Lord Almighty. Mr. Biden is going to be set on fire. And the other wicked in our nation are going to be set on fire. The churches that have turned aside from the straight word of God and have adopted the cultural preferences and the devil, they are going to burn. Listen. Not a root or a branch will be left to them, but for you who revere my name, the Son of Righteousness will rise with healing in its wings. I want you to be encouraged today. We serve a God who has healing in his wings. And you will go out and leap like calves released from the stall. You will trample down the wicked. They will be ashes under the soles of your feet on the day when I do these things, says the Lord Almighty. Verse 5. See, I will send you the prophet Elijah before the great and dreadful day of the Lord comes. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers or else I will come and strike the land with a curse. That's Malachi. Would any of you like to pray? My heart grieves because so many even those who call themselves Christians look from afar at what it means to be Christian. You live your cultural life. You have all of the benefits of our culture, the entertainment, 
and the financial resources. And Jesus is last in your heart, except for sometimes some sentimental attachment to Jesus, but no real obedience to Jesus. That grieves my heart. We have a call. Let's take that call. Again, the phone number is 877-534-0780. Welcome. Please pray. Lord, we come before you through the precious blood of the Lamb. God, that blood that washes us clean, the blood, Lord, that cleanses us from all sin, all unrighteousness, Lord, that we may enter into your presence, Lord, pure and holy and just and righteous, Father. And God, we just ask you today to put a holy fire in your church today, particularly in America, dear God. Yes. Lord, uh, as we've relied on... uh, programs and policies and uh, politics, Lord, to uh, forward our agenda. But dear God in heaven, it, uh, it, it adds up to nothing. It adds up to wood, hay, and stubble. My God, let us uh, uh, try gold in the fire that you may find it pure before you, Lord. And yes. Father God, let that fire burn in us, dear Lord. Let it burn, Lord, for your glory to come, for your uh, for your love to manifest, Lord, one to another, Lord, and to the world. God, you even said in your word that uh, the world would know us by our love one for another. And Lord, may our love grow in knowledge. May our love uh, be manifest, Lord, before uh, others in the church, Lord, but also mostly before the world that they would uh, inquire and desire to know this God that causes people to love one another, regardless of race, creed, color, uh, national origin or, or uh, language or any other uh, uh, physical difference, dear God, but natural difference. And, Father, we just ask you to have your way in your church today. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Yes. Thy will be done in this nation, Lord, as it is in heaven. Thy will be done in your church across the world, Lord. Uh, thy will be done, Lord, in your natural chosen people, your Jewish people, Lord. We lift up them today. Dear God, out of all the billions of people that uh, exist in the world today, there's really only about uh, 15 or 16 million Jews in the whole world, dear God, because they were slaughtered at one point or another, Lord, in the Holocaust and uh, uh, other uh, pogroms and, and, and other devastations, Lord, that they suffered and God, we just uh, ask you to comfort you, comfort you, comfort you, my people, in this hour, Lord. Yes. Even as Israel is experiencing terrorism, uh, heightened, intensified, Lord, uh, that the hate of the enemy is coming against them so strongly, Lord, uh, that the world can't even turn away and try to ignore it anymore. Dear God, uh, seven assassinated on the International uh, Holocaust Remembrance Day. And, Father, we just ask you to touch them, to protect them. May you arise. Let all your enemies be scattered, Lord. Let all your enemies be scattered to the four winds. And, dear God, uh, would you wake us up uh, in this hour, Lord, that we may know the hour that we're living in, even as the book of Revelation uh, points points out. And we know uh, it is the last time whereof ye have heard that Antichrist shall come. And even now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know it is the last time. 
Dear God in heaven, let us wake up to the time and the hour that we're living in that we could call upon your name and see your works done, that we could see the manifest power of God Almighty in the church, Lord, that no one can deny that this God is the greatest God uh, of those that name themselves uh, gods around the world, that there's none like you, O God. There's none like the God of heaven and earth, like the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Uh, that stands uh, in total sovereignty, Lord. Uh, you stand in total sovereignty. And, Lord, there's nothing that escapes your eye or escapes your uh, knowledge, Lord. You're omnipresent, omnipotent, omnipotent, omniscient, God. We acknowledge you today as God Almighty. And, Lord, may we bow our knee. May the fear of God touch your church and grip your church once again in this hour, dear God. Lord, we've walked enough in the comfort of the Holy Ghost, and now we need a good dose of your fear, Lord, that we would walk uh, humbly before you, Lord, and that we would work out our own salvation with fear and trembling by your grace today, by your grace, Lord, by your grace, by the moving of your spirit, not by power, not by might, but by your spirit, Lord. God, may you have your way today. Oh, Father God, pour out afresh. Pour out afresh today. We thank you today, Lord. Touch Pastor Ray, Lord, God, give him peace. And, Lord, uh, may your yoke and your burden uh, become uh, the preeminent uh, concern of his. For your yoke is easy and your burden is light. Yes. And, Lord, let that easy yoke and that light burden, Lord, uh, just rest upon him, God. And uh, uh, the things that would distract and weigh him down, Lord. Uh, let them uh, fall by the wayside and let them diminish. And we give you praise and thanks for it yes. today in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name above every name in heaven and on earth. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Tom. Good to hear from you. Hey, good to hear from you. God bless you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, we have time for one more quick call. 877 534 0780 Mr. Producer, are there any calls coming in? Okay. We're coming to the end of our time. I want to thank each of you who has prayed. I treasure your prayers. Please pray for me. I'm going to continue doing what the Lord has called me to do. I will not stop. But I am crying out for the Holy Spirit, for me, for you, for the church. There has to be a standard of righteousness lifted up in this nation. The lies are thick and heavy in the American church, they have to be broken. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you, Dilip. I just got yours. Thomas, you and, and Betty, thank you. God bless you. Um, write to me, Pastor Ray Greenley, National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia. Two two, one nine five. Again, it's Pastor Ray Greenley, 
National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. I also would invite you to go to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com nationalprayerchapel.com you can give online you will have at your fingertips many many broadcasts YouTubes that will help you on your journey with Jesus this is Pilgrim's Progress the story of Christian going from the city of destruction He learned that it was a city of destruction by reading his Bible. As he made his way on that long journey, finally reaching successfully the celestial city. That's what I want you to do. I want you to make that journey. I want you to arrive safely. Be encouraged today. Jesus loves you. He's laid down his life for you. God bless you. I'll talk to you soon. Before the presence of his glory with great joy, with great joy. Now unto him who is able from falling and to present you blameless before the presence of